Welcome to Different by the Fall, episode six. <laughs> my name's Rel. Oh, you want me to go next? Oh, hi. Right. My name's K, you know, King K, whatever you want to call me. How y'all doing today? Uh, my name's Herb. NJ, aka June. Dan. And we have a special guest with us today. We have Monique in the building. Monique. 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 Yes, sir. Uh, do you want to give a little, a little bit about you, Monique, right now? Um, I grew up in East Orange, East Orange, Ill Town. Born and raised. Um, I went to Montclair State University. I got my um, bachelor's degree in English education and my master's in school counseling. Oh, okay. Okay. How, how do you like counseling, to be honest? Um, school counseling, I like not not just I like mental health counseling to a degree. Okay. Um, I like mental health counseling when I am dealing with anyone before 25. Um, and the reason why is because they are more likely to change. Um, I feel like by 25, not saying that other people won't, but I feel like by 25, just off studies, they were like, it's unless it's a really severe trauma that happens to them, they like to kind of stay in their patterns. So until they get like a really big trauma, that's when they start to change. But I like the age, a younger age, because at that point you are moving towards change and moving towards grinding towards something. So I like that um, that more, the school counseling aspect more, where you're chasing something so you can, like, delineate you're not moving forward or not. All right. So getting to the topic today, uh, our topic today is planning the future. And we're going to start off with the first question. Where do you see yourself career-wised in the future? So we're going to go, like, five to ten years from now. Where do you see yourself? And who wants to answer first? Oh, uh, the good old, good old elementary question. Ooh. So I'm going to shoot. Or you look like you ready to answer. Uh, it's them glasses, right? Yeah, it's the glasses. <laughs> um, Career-wise, well, I think my dream is to actually, like, um, growing up, I love sports. So my dream is to be an NFL owner because how I see it is there's no black NFL owner. That's kind of be, like, the first thing. Um, But, like, Five to ten years, I see myself working for, like, a sports organization. Um, I'm a Jets fan. I mean, I would love to stay in Jersey, but in sports, you can actually move a lot around a lot. So any sports organization, um, probably, like, uh, business-wise, like, in the back end of their office-wise, I'll be there five to ten years. Ten? Um, me, what's it called? Motor vehicle, you know what I'm saying? What's it called? Working on cars, fixing cars, upgrading cars, all of that. Mechanic? Yeah, mechanic. I can't trust you with my car, too. <laughs> <laughs> Not right now. June? Um, well, the main goal is to stop working for people. I'm tired of these nine-to-five yeah. jobs. Mm-hmm. It's really not it. Um, I just feel like you just get stuck in the system of just working and working, and then it's like, what's the point? So that's why I'm trying to find any type of investments that I possibly can. Real estate, selling whatever. It does not matter. I just want profit that I can make on my own and not rely on the company. Go yourself, brother. <laughs> I mean, you do this every episode, yo. You know you go before me. Nah, nah, nah brother. Come Rapper on, yo. Issue. Rapper Rapper issue. Issue. I know you're not serious. <laughs> Let's play punchies. No. All right, I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. All right. Um, five to ten years from now, I could see myself either being the leader of my own research firm for um either the government or a research division for either the government or my own company. I just really want to get into science. That's what I told you. Um, biology and chemistry major and minors, brother. That's 
that's really what I just want. I just want to do anything that's relating to science. And if I could go and be great in that, um, in that division or that studies, uh, I can. I just have to have the drive. That's all I care about. Mm-hmm. Uh, five to ten years from now, uh, I probably see myself doing like writing articles for ESPN or something. Because um, I want to be president of basketball operations for like one of the um, NBA associations. So realistically, it's going to take more than five to ten years to do that. Of course. So what what I'm gonna do to build up on that side is I can um, write articles for one of the teams, or I can like work in like you know the association like as a regular person. Just this NBA or just sports? Just NBA. Wow. Yeah, I would like, yeah. Basically. Um, What's the next question? Uh, I think it's, um, what do you need to have your perfect future? So kind of to piggyback off, if you could have that one thing to, like, make your future perfect, what would it be? I don't want to be the um, the guy to say the easy answer, but money. Money. There's a little bit more of that, but that's what I'm working on. Money and you had to be real good at what you do. Connections. And connections. And discipline, I think, in your yeah, field. Yeah, like You want to be a, like a specialty. Like People know to go to you for that. Like They know you got the answers for that area. You gotta be real An good open mind. I feel like uh, having a mentor is like one of the best things ever. Having someone to actually lead you into the field that you want to go into is like one of the best things because it's like you actually have someone that shows you Hey, this how I got here. It might not be the same way. As long as they leading you right. Yeah, as, long as long as they leading right, you right. You know what I'm making me feel like I shouldn't have said money. No. <laughs> I mean, money <laughs> is key, though. Nah, money is nah, big. Money is Money's key. big, but. I, I should have went for more, you know, of a more passionate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, because a lot of times we can be passionate and we missing the practical side of it, too. Yeah, still need money. But what you need, money. you need money, June. Like, if you want to uh, keep investing and doing all that. That is true. It's just all money. Versus, like, someone uh, trying to get into, like, an office or a building. I th- one thing that someone told me, it's it's not about what you know. It's about who you know sometimes. That's mm-hmm. what I kind of live off of. Connections and shortcuts. <laughs> so, for me, yeah, like June said, it's money. It's, it's like, I got to know what I'm doing. And I got to be good at what I'm doing. And I have to have, like, certain mentors who was already in that field and, like, be as good as they were. That's basically it for me. Five things. Five things. <laughs> About five things. Do you think that you'll eventually get that connection of, hey, this is what I need to get to the future? Like, yeah, yeah, most definitely. Because people know people who know people. That's just it. <laughs> and Rose is a people person. So. Yeah, a people and, person. and I'm a people person, apparently. But, yeah. I feel like it just comes down to if you um being intentional about it. Like, as long as you're being intentional, you... You going out, you reaching out to someone that's in your field, you trying to talk to them like, hey, this is what I'm interested in. Could I shadow you? Could I interview you? Could I do something? Because I'm trying to learn. I don't feel like a lot of people are like, nah, I'm not going to do that. But there's, I feel like especially with younger people that's hungry for something, hungry for knowledge, they're like, yeah, I'm going to sit down with you and explain, you know, what you got to do or how I did it. Sometimes I feel like our generation doesn't like allow it. So it's like, hey, they could see someone having that opportunity or having the lead way and they won't go after it because they're afraid of like not being able to do it by themselves. Or like, or like speaking up or something. But like that's yes. going into a question we're about to talk about later. That's interesting. Foreshadowing. <laughs> <laughs> you got anything to say on this topic? Nah. Okay. 
Okay. Okay. Wait, you said something though, right? Yeah, I did. I thought it was dedication. You repeat yourself. Right. You just said no. Yeah, you didn't yeah. say anything. Uh, Talk into the mic. Oh, uh, say what you uh, chest. Say what you chest. What's it called? Um, like you know, basically dedication. Cause like, when you what's it called? Give yourself the drive and discipline, and like you keep and going, going. And what's it called? You want yourself to what's it called? Be successful. You'll do anything in your power. The research. What's it called? People connection. Like I just said, you just do anything. Um, why do you think we procrastinate on certain issues when it comes to like meeting our goals for the future? Well, that foreshadows is right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's being scared, uh, being scared of not knowing what's gonna actually happen because it's like you, you can know, you can see where you want to go, but you don't know that road that you have to cross to get there, and that uncertainty of not knowing what's gonna happen and if it's gonna knock you off your path or. How you're gonna get it back up? That can scare a lot of people into not doing that path. I think it's fear too. Like I think a lot of times it's, it's fear how it's how it's gonna be, fear how you gonna look, fear um, just overall that's just running it. So it's like I'm just gonna put it off and I'm gonna just do something I am comfortable with than something that's outside my comfort zone. Pretty much <laughs> what they said, because you know, second guessing yourself is the worst Yo. thing you could possibly do, especially when. All you got to do is literally take that first step and you don't know what can happen. Something good can happen, something bad can happen. It is what it is. If we didn't have fear, how long do you think you'll be able to get to your dreams? Oh, yeah. I think it would be way much easier simply yeah. because you don't... It will be good and bad simply because you don't care about the consequences, but then still, there's still consequences. So depending on whatever you did, it like actually something good happened, then it'd be like, yeah, but like say you did something and you was careless because you don't have any fear. You're gonna lose like worrying about stuff and then you're gonna not be cautious about certain stuff and that's how you fall to certain traps and now maybe you thought of an investment and you was like even though you wasn't like even though it wasn't doing that well you used to say all right i'm gonna just still do it and now you lose money and it's like okay. if you get what i mean yeah i, I, I get what you mean i don't think it's fear for everybody it really is just procrastination for because I procrastinate a lot with some things, and it's just because I really just didn't, genuinely don't feel like doing it. Like, certain stuff that could be good for me, I could just feel it like a day. I'm like, mm, let me look outside. Nah, I don't want to do it today. Like, I, it's, sometimes it's just a genuine a lack of um, motivation. motivation, yeah. And that kind of also goes to the fact that, like, some people, even though it's good, it's just more of, like, because it requires more work than me just laying back. That's just right off the bat makes me not want yeah, to do exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, I know this is good for me, but I'm feeling very comfortable in this bed for some reason. Nah, I ain't <laughs> so saying I ain't, I'm an unmotivated person. I'm very motivated. I'm very motivated at certain happens. stuff. It just happens. It just, yeah, exactly. You get overworked. You just want to lay it down. It's yeah. like, bro, I don't want to do that. That's why I f- yeah, some people just like, I got to do this. I just did this yesterday. Uh, I don't feel like doing this now. I'm going to do that later. That's how it really is. And my, sometimes... Oh, I'll be in that situation, but I'll like, I get back to it. We're like, like you <laughs> be looking, you be going to the eye doctor, um, to the eye doctor, and be like, do I really want to get some real glasses? <laughs> 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 oh, the shade. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, bro. I though. just see him wearing them. I don't got mine, and it's, it's kind of making me a little upset. Yeah. <laughs> Our generation, I think, like we'll take the, we'll see the easy way, and we'll always take the easy way. Um, we'll take the road more traveled than the road that isn't. Even if like the road that's less traveled is way better for us, we'll take that shortcut. We'll get things done. Versus, hey, 
doing it right, doing it perfect, and building ourselves. So, what do you think one of the biggest things our generation has a problem with doing? And since you're like in an older generation, than I was about to say, ladies first, right there. <laughs> you could definitely. Um, I don't think it's just y'all generation. Um, I think that it's overall with people, but I think like kind of Urban is saying, it's increasing with you guys' generation. Um, is the the whole discipline thing? It's the whole like just being um, intentional for you, like for you, and not having someone else kind of do it for you. Like that's what would happen with me and my students. If I wasn't on them about something, even though it's their future, then some things won't get done. And it's like, all right, come on, I, I shouldn't be getting on you because then I'm not going to be here all your life. you got to be able to do that on your own. Um, and the thing is, for us and doing that for you guys, it we want to do it because we care, but at the same time, it, it can be kind of a disservice because you guys got to be able to do it when you get there. But we have an understanding that you might not understand um, the consequences that's going to come, and we want to protect y'all from that consequence or whatever. So we want to hurry up and help y'all just to get there. Um, so I think that's the biggest thing. Um, and I always I think about sports players. I was watching – I love watching interviews about successful people or, like, sports people. Mm-hmm. Um, and their biggest thing that they're really big on is conditioning. So, like, you you got to understand conditioning and, like, physical working out or whatever. Yeah. When you first start, you hate it. Like, you don't feel like doing it. But there's a – you get to a place where – you're so used to doing it that it feel weird when you don't do it or whatever. It almost <laughs> feel awkward the other, the same way you feel, you don't feel more. It goes vice versa. If yeah. It go vice versa. And he was like, yo, when I started to condition myself and I saw the success it was bringing me um, from doing it, now I understood how it got to that point and I make myself do it or whatever because I know what it's doing for me versus the other way. And now that you think about it, it's like, I've been doing this, and it's been working well. I've been getting all this progress, and now I'm not doing it and not getting progress. It's, it's just like a weird feeling because, like, you don't get that satisfaction of actually getting rewarded for doing whatever you're doing. Right. Not just saying just conditioning, anything. It is. It's not anything. So I think that's what the, the biggest thing is with the generation. It's just, like, being able to push past what you feel, commitment and discipline. Like, And that's not just y'all. That's every generation, but I think this one is, is getting, like, more and more that way. Um, phone usage. A lot less. Oh, I about to bring up phone usage. I, I feel like we don't utilize it to the best of our potentials all the time. Um, everybody just dip on Instagram. You hop on it for like ten minutes, and you wasted like ten minutes of your life looking at random stuff. You like, why did I just go down this rabbit hole again? YouTube, any any social media, honestly. That's how it is with TikTok. Yeah, <laughs> nah, I, I can't get it to TikTok, bro. I can't. But I thought I said this, I said the same thing, bro. Now you're a TikTok fan. I'm I'm not even a TikTok fan. I, I try not to go on it. Yeah, it's like I cut it out. I'm dead. I I blink an hour pass by. I'm like, oh, yeah, let me get out of here. Yeah. You sent me one thing. I never opened TikTok again. Yeah, yeah that's like, like like yeah. That's that's another thing that happened. Like somebody can send you something funny, and then you just like, let me look at this guy post. Then you go down the whole, you watch every single post that he has. It's like, bro, I've been here for like 30 minutes now. Nah, I, I was supposed to be doing it. something. I like, when scrolling, I say, yeah, I can't do this again. TikTok muted on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> That's the algorithm. That's what the algorithm supposed to yeah, do, but yeah. keep you on as long as possible. And it definitely works. It works. It works. They in, they yeah. work. Uh, to answer that question, I think I'll, I'll say uh, procrastination and maturity. Um, procrastination being, uh, cause we'll, we, we always see what we want, but we just don't want to go get it. We want it to be brought to us as in, Hey, if someone could do all this work and I just get the credit and I get what I need, I'll, I'll keep doing it. It's um, like a utopia to me. 
hey, but sometimes you got to actually work for that, that putting that effort into yep. being able to do it. Um, and then maturity, um, I just say that because I feel like sometimes in our generation, we just look around and some people aren't mature. And then some people will come to you and be like, hey, they aren't mature. Why? Like, I've gotten that. Um, I think I was, like, a little bit younger. Immature. And yeah, immature. Um, I was a little bit younger. Yeah. And um, I would always hang around my brother's friends. And they'd be like, hey, you're so mature for your age. Or, hey, like, this, that, and third. I'm like, I just know what I need to do. It's like, after a while, you come to that understanding of, hey, this is what you got to do in your life. It's how you got to move. You got to move a certain way. And you got it. And then you look around, and you actually see the immaturity around you. It's kind of like, I don't want to want to be here anymore. Mm-hmm. Gotta keep it pushing. Definitely right. understand. Most definitely. Tan, you got anything for us? Um, nah, Monique basically covered what's it going. Everything I was going to say. <laughs> I like your hair, brother. I like <laughs> Thank you, man, little brother. <laughs> Stay tuned to the braids. <laughs> so, as each gen- generation is different, do you feel like? The most recent generation is offended easier. And if you do feel that way, then why? Oh yeah, of mm. course. Our generation extra sensitive, bro. I can't be. A I don't want to say. Them, I don't want to consider myself part of the generation I, that I don't, I, I bro. Really I don't. really don't. I, I, I enjoy comedy, what man. I don't like how they just be canceling people out, and I think it's funny. It don't matter if it's gay, straight, whatever they want to talk about. It's all sensitivity, no matter the topic. Those old Def Jam comedies, they hit. They hit. <laughs> they hit different, bro. Bill Burr, I'm a fan. Um, kind of for that. Uh, for me, I don't. Well, actually, looking at the years, I we, I realized that I'm not in a generation like because there's a generation after me and there's a generation before me, but we're kind of in that generation in the middle. Yeah, we, kinda, we get yeah, we, we get yeah, like we understand what's the generation in front of us, when generations behind us. So I I do agree completely. Some things are just there. Like I would. Like some things that they find offensive is just like that's what? just pure it, comedy. Yeah. It's either pure it's comedy or it's something that you makes seen no sense all throughout growing up. Like now y'all find this offensive, or now y'all had now y'all want to say something. And it's like it, I don't know. It's been like it's just been there. <laughs> it generally confusing. And like it don't sometimes. even have to be that 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 pressing of an issue. Like not not like something like extra big like domestic violence and stuff that's been going on. Think about like, it. Think about it. Think about it. There's a thing called cancel culture. Yeah. yeah. That is crazy. Yeah. There's literally a group of people just searching for, like, people history from nine years ago just and to cancel them. Just to cancel them. It's like, come on now. They don't allow you to grow. Yeah. yeah and like, I expect you to apologize. I was fault for making mistakes. I'm so like, sorry. If I, apologized it, if I apologized for all these years, why do I have to keep continuing to apologize? Like, and I understand certain stuff. Like, yeah, you really want them to apologize. But there's other stuff where it's like they've gotten – You've gotten through the apology. They've gotten through all the terrible things that has done to their career. Don't ruin their career again. Or, also. or you were just young at the time. Like it's right. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah, you were young. You, and some dumb. people just young and reckless, and that's how it is. There's really some shows I'll be watching. I'll be on some. When when I was watching them when I was little, I'm like, yo, <laughs> put these shows on now. <laughs> oh, no. Like it's, old. it's, over. it's over. Yo, what was it that you was watching? It was this old show, right? Um. And it was like Archer or something, something like that. Archer? No, no, it wasn't Archer. I just remember he was saying a bunch of little racist comments. I'm like, yeah, this thing would never. <laughs> oh, air. um, I know this I, thing would I never think air. I think it was in the family, no, not in the family. It was some, it's a white dude some named old Archer. White sitcom. Like he's really racist. Like it's so funny though, but like, but like, if it was now, canceled. 
on the spot. I was looking like, yo, this thing is so racist, bro. Like, imagine this being aired now. The amount of money a bunch of people had just for feeling offended is crazy. Like some of the shows, just how the characters look off rip, they yeah. <laughs> they canceling them. Yeah. Like, I think that's why, though. That's it. It comes with it. I think it was it was good that came with it, but also the sensitivity that came with yeah. it. Yeah, it was good because it was showing the effects of what they was doing back then, where you yeah. know you're not seeing that they doing all these subliminal messages, but at the same time it brought all of this that you can't have nothing yeah. you know so it, it was oh i got a perfect example um i was in school and a music teacher was trying to show us like you know history because you know he's a music history teacher and he was showing blackface mm-hmm. and he was saying like this is stuff they used to do and some of the kids was obviously being dickheads i'm far from curious i mean i don't really care but yeah they were just being dickheads and they were trying to make it seem like he was being racist and i'm like he's not really being racist because like you can clearly see by his tone and everything about how he's handling the topic. Now, I can understand he would say something like, oh, look at these N-words or something like that. Now it would be like, all right, clearly he's being racist. Yeah. He did it on purpose. But if he's doing it for educational reason, because this is something that I bet most of them didn't know. Right. And that like, they you can't, know. You, can't, you, can't, you can't bash at him for that. Yeah, that's really what it is. Do you feel that, uh, that the sensitivity should have changed, like how it's become now, how it's more offensive? Or it should have been the same way, like how we were growing up. I feel nah. like everybody should be open ears, like yeah, how I have been. Yeah, very like, open minded. Like just open your eyes to the issues at hand, but don't just go canceling everything which way. Like Steven Universe, like the first LGBT thing. Like I don't. I, I never, know. I never really like when, like when I was watching it. I never really peeped it. It was I was just so interested in it, and then I like people like, oh, it's this, it's that, and like, it really is. Like, but why is it a problem? It's a good show, and I think they was trying to cancel like it's fairly odd parents episode when Cosmo had the baby or something. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they I do remember that. I do remember that. I'm sorry, yeah. we, we hit, you, you don't remember that? The day they canceled watch, Family Guy, yo, was over. Watch for me. She had other stuff to do. Okay, <laughs> Family Guy just hit different. Yo, they canceled <laughs> a Family Guy. I it was an episode was about, um, it was an episode when Peter said men was always. I mean, I think he said men was always right, and then I forgot what was going on. If I um, I'm gonna pull it up later, but like. I can't do that. But it's always come back. I'm talking about if it's going for good. It's not gonna be going for good. Oh. Fan base won't allow it. Hell, um, what? That's I'm waiting for season six. Like, yeah. oh no, no, season seven, right? A Steven Universe, right? Oh, not realize if Fox get too many issues, they will take that show off the air. Yeah, it is Fox. <laughs> I remember the TBS. I remember they were trying to cancel Eminem at one point. I was like. I grew up to Eminem. You know what I'm saying? Straight it. in the gym. Oh, uh, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, I remember someone. I don't know. I was on. I was on TikTok. That's why I saw it. Uh, but I remember Sorry. that. And I was like, Eminem made so much good music for like that generation and like growing up. He actually made music for what was going on you know in why that issue. A lot of people didn't like him because like it's this white guy just taking out music, and trying to be black, trying to be black. But it's like no, he he kind of was like basically trying to be back black for the longest because like where he came from, he used to actually do that. So he's like one of those white people. You know the cool ones. You know what I'm saying? I'm cool. With you cause like, hey, you've been around. He like, grew up like how we grew up. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. Like you've been around. So, hey, it is what it is. Just get to a place we can have a conversation. Yeah, like, it's not it just like, yo, you said this is over. Can I have a conversation with you? It's funny because like I have, uh, I know somebody. He, you know, he was one of those like the white guy that was hanging around the black people rapping, and he been doing that before Eminem. So when Eminem popped up, he like, man, screw you, because like. I've been doing this for so long. I've been bashed on, discriminated, and now you come up and everybody like, yay, a white guy that can rap. Well, he like, got mad discrimination for it, too. Yeah. Yeah, hella hate. 
But I mean, yeah, that's just how it is. All right, so we move. Just on. didn't care. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah. You didn't. But uh, moving on to the next question, it's basically like a two parter for this one. It's like, how do you connect with the like? How do you connect with this generation? Like increasingly being like you know sensitive. I feel like we already touched on that. But if there's anything else you want to add on to it. And they just being want you to suck up and be like, oh, being, I don't want to like say that now. Being understanding, to be honest, because mm-hmm. I have a little brother and like certain things I do want to say, like what's it called? I had to um change. I had to, at first I'm like, you can kiss my butt, and then I'm like, you know what? Let me be understanding. And then now, what's it called? Every like I don't pay attention to him, but every little thing he do or he watch, <laughs> I'm like, yo, let me. We have a whole argument debate about what's it called LGBT. I'm like, like it's really what's it called nice sometimes. I never really paid attention to it until now. That's good. I think the yeah, understanding is true because at the end of the day, no two people are the same. So, like, you're going to be passionate about something I'm not passionate about or I don't see the same way as you. And just being understanding, I could have a conversation, I could see your, your perspective, and I could look at it not through something I don't get, but how I would feel if it was something I was sensitive about. Yeah. Like when we be talking, having our certain conversations with people. And they be looking at it from their perspective and won't take it from anybody else's perspective. It'll just put your uh, their perspective on you and just try to say that's the end all be all to it. When that clearly isn't it. There's definitely Both multiple sides. different viewpoints yeah. on certain situations. Mm-hmm. And you have to be able to be open and understanding to every viewpoint. And not just, oh, he doesn't believe what I believe, so I'm going to get mad or I'm going to see him as like some type of bigot or something like that. Foreign people when they see dreads. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yo, Oh, the amount of, oh, why don't you cut off your dress? You I'm not, I'm like, not gonna, I see where you're going at. I'm not okay. going to lie. <laughs> What's it called? My mom seen the gym with dress. That's exactly, I didn't, <laughs> well, like, I was going to break up the story. What's it called? <laughs> What's it called? He walked out the house. She's like, why is that in his hair? I'm like, Ma, it's his hair. Let him do it. But still, the next, I forgot, it was like September or something. The Jimbo cut his hair. I didn't even pee. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, the Jimbo, you so handsome i'm like, I'm like nah, oh you a, cut your hair i got one of those african heads i'm good on that bro <laughs> i got one of the peanut heads nah let's go um, <laughs> <laughs> wait what was the question again I'm sorry. all right so as a young counselor what is something like you want us to change and or yeah, want us to change in our approaches to like better our future certain aspects in our yes, lives certain that's right um, the biggest thing I think is um, mindset um, that I would say for, for, I guess, you guys and just overall is mindset. Just working on daily navigating and growing in a growth mindset um, versus a fixed mindset, which is kind of what we've been saying. Um, fixed mindset is just basically like, yo, is this my way? It's end all. It's be all. Growth mindset is flexible. Let me learn. Let me see. Maybe I am seeing something off. Maybe I don't know. Growth mindset, it keep on um, growing and it keeps on learning and it keeps on pushing forward because it sees the world is changing and so much stuff around them is changing. So for me, everything with young people, I look at it like as I've grown through life, it's so many things that curveballs that's thrown, especially at us as people of color that we were uneducated about or didn't know. And my biggest thing with young people is like I want to equip them and make sure that they get ready for it and they know these different things so they're not hit the same way that we were hit, like first generations going into school, doing different things. So my biggest, my biggest thing would be just navigating, like, a growth mindset for you guys that y'all keep on growing. You don't do the same thing we've done, but you are more equipped. You've got more knowledge than we had. How, how do you handle someone with a fixed mindset? Because not every um, young person has a growth mindset. Like, you do come upon those people that have a fixed mindset. 
you do. I, I don't think you could change a person with a fixed mindset. Mm. Um, there's stages of change that we have that we learn in counseling. It's like five stages of change. A person who don't want to change at all, they don't even see it. There's a person who's like completely blind. They don't see it. There's a person who might see there's a difference, but I'm not open to learning. Like, don't talk to me about it at all. Um, and then there's a person that's in the middle, like, all right, I want to change. How can I start to change? And for that person that's in that place, the only thing I could say, um, we did a study, like, how do I work on changing? Um, and the biggest thing that it is is at least from four four days minimum, you got to be listening to um, something that's educating you on that. So let's say you want to grow in finances or something like that. That's big. Um, you're listening and learning about it, like, at least four times a, a week. You're listening to something. So that it starts to change your mindset. So let's say it's not even like, let's say I say growth mindset. You do motivational things. You listen four times a week. You're listening to something, let's say, on YouTube, at least four times a week to start to get you in a place where you think like a growth person. You think like a rich person. You think like a wealthy person. And you're not thinking like a poor person or you're not thinking like someone who is fixed, who don't don't judge. So that's the, the biggest thing I'll say is a growth mindset and how you do it is at least four times a week you're listening to whatever you're trying to obtain. I know you work in like you work with schools. Like, have you had any like incidents where it's like, dang, that's a shocking story, or like having a anything like that? Shocking. Um, the only thing I would say is like I didn't. I know domestic violence was big. I didn't realize how young it was starting. Um, and and that was thing. I those are two things. One was domestic mm -hmm. violence. How much they were in high school already in relationships, and how much they were doing violence against each other. Um, and I think I had a student before, like, set fire with his girl house. It was Whoa. loud. Um, yeah, so that that was that, you know, a lot more that as the, as the generations get younger, we're seeing a lot more um, violent things that was happening that had shocked me. Um, and I think sexual abu abuse as well um, was, was a big thing that, because I, I did a summer with that before the school, um, that I was shocked about to that level. So, yeah, those are the two things I saw. It was kind of an increase negative stuff is there anything that we could do as like being like a part of the generation that you do counsel that could probably stop all those things um th that's what i mean in a growth mindset i think your mindset is is big on those things i think if you're having a growth mindset you don't look at relationships just based on what i've seen just based on my environment just based on how i'm feeling like i'm i'm sure they do get pissed off, but I haven't learned how to regulate my emotions. You know, I haven't learned how to deal with that. So I'm just doing whatever I feel in the moment, not knowing all the consequences that's going to come with it. Um, so I think it's just learning, you know, um, a growth mindset so you learn how to deal with deal with trauma and deal with issues because you're dealing with stuff at this age, but as you get older, it's just more and more responsibility, more and more issues that is big that you guys start to learn it now before it get bigger and it's kind of like a, a breakdown that you have because I haven't learned how to have that mentality yet. She hit it right on the head. Like, there's not too much people like the fatherless in here, because we was all in PYD together, and Monique was one of our like you know one of our counselors, one of our mentors at PYD. So we basically learned all it is at PYD before you know everyone else did. I mean, yeah. I'm sure there are a lot of you out here like us, but we're still, 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 we're still we're good. rare, we're rare. We're different by default. <laughs> we're different by default. We're, we're different by default. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> But um, why do college students at times hit a hump in the middle of the school year, like causing uncertainty about their future, like not knowing if this is the degree that they should fa continue to go on to or like switch it up? Cause uh, I'm some, in my opinion, 
like when you graduate high school, I feel like people just like you know rush into college and not let themselves you know find themselves. Like when this and then when you rush yourself into college, you're doing this major and you sit here and you really think about this like, is this is gonna help me in the future or can I really see myself doing it or I'm really just doing it because my parents just did told me. That's what I was about to like, say. Pressure. The most, the most thing, like, as a Haitian or, like, um, Caribbean or foreign, what's it called, um, child? The pressure. Bro. You gotta be a doctor. <laughs> a nurse. A lawyer. A, a nurse. You want to be what? No, it's not good for you. It's not good for you. And that's, like, what's it called? That's not good. Like, I have a um, friend. What's it called? I forgot, I forgot what she was going to be majoring before. But then she said, what's it called? You know, I'm going to just do nurse because, like, this is, like, the only choice I have right now. And then now she's doing nursing. Her options like, been limited straight yeah. by her So, like, what's it called? Find yourself, like, I might, like, to, for the people out there, find yourself first before you rush yourself into college. Yeah, awesome. speaking of that, um, speaking with the pressure thing, um, not going to say names, I know somebody that actually, she, um, she wanted to go to college for culinary. But what happened is because her family noticed, like, oh, you don't want to go for a doctor, they literally did not fund her at what? all for college. So, basically... No college for her because you're not going to be wasting my money on something I don't want you to do. And and it's like, wow, you're going to mess up her career because that's something that she likes, something that she's been doing, something that she's interested in because you want to hold your family name to have one of your child be a doctor or something. You want to be one of those people. Oh, my, my daughter's a doctor. And it's like, stop. It's not your life. Like to be honest, like I was, I was really was gonna be in that path, like being a doctor. And then my brother was like, "Oh, you want to be a doctor?" And he showed me what's it called, this and that. I'm like, I can't open up somebody's body and just like, calmly just dissect and keep going. I can't do that. I really can't do that. I will faint. Like that's that's mainly the reason. But like, a doctor is a long career that you have to see yourself in. And that actually gives me like I actually have an example. Like one of my cousins. Y'all probably see him soon, probably later, maybe. Um, he at first he he left he left high school going into college for business, and he wanted to do finances. He wanted to work, do do all this tax stuff. Like in between his like his college career, he he was like, "Yo, this is not really something I want to do." And then he ended up going back to school, and then he became like now he's an X-ray scan. He's X-ray scan now. He found out this is what I want to do. This is something I see myself being happy, like, doing and all of that. And it's a good, and it's a good, um, steady income. What should you do if you, if you have that uncertainty of just like, hey, I don't know what to do? Explore. I think that's the best thing. You got to explore. Because by you just being stuck into your house trying to figure out what to do and not actually trying to try anything, you're just going to be stuck in that loophole until I don't know what's going to happen to you. Try and take on certain stuff as hobbies. Find what you love. Find anything yeah, that find you find interesting and just be like, all right, this is my goal. I'm about to do this. See how it is. Oh, I don't like it. Uh, let me try something else. You're going to find something. Like, so- the, like one of my friends, <laughs> I used to play games with him all the time. What's it called before he moved out? And what's it called? Now, what's it called? He's like um doing um graphic arts, but like he really want to do game designing. And that's a big step because... That's that comes with what's it called a lot of fails and majors that you what's it called you gotta know. You could take up to like eight years, what, ten years schools when it comes to game design. Yes. Yeah, bro. I used to want to be into that. I used I, to take I, coding classes and everything. Not anymore though. I ain't that smart anymore. Though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't say that smart. You're just not that interested. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's true. I got I got two things to say about it. Right. 
the first thing I completely agree with you guys, which is um, what high school, what, you, what we're supposed to be doing in high school is you're supposed to be, this time is supposed to be about exploring. What do I like? What am I good at? What, am I, what are my skills? What am I interested in? That's what you're supposed to be um, figuring out. And not only that, not only just, okay, I took assessments, I did this, that, and third in the career center to figure that out. But now that's what summer is supposed to be about as well. Like, let me go join a program. If I want to be an engineer, let me go on an engineering program, see do I actually like it before college. You know, then I might find out in the program, well, I really don't really like this. Like, you know, I don't really like what this is about. Um, so I think it's, it's, it's doing the exploration. It's doing a, doing a program or something that's in that field that you actually like. Um, and then I think it's also figuring out financially how to pay for it. Not like, let me, let me um, stand on my parents paying for it, but starting freshman year, whether it's filling out scholarships, filling out different things to be able to pay for me to move forward, then you can do it. Because I, I understand um, both sides. I, I understand the parents, like, don't tell my kid what, I'm, what to do. They got to figure that out, what they're good at. But then at the, at the other expense is, what if I pay and I send you to school, you go and you spend all this time, because it's my money, not your money. You spend all this time in there, and then you get a career that barely pays you. And now I got all this debt to pay up. How do I, like, navigate that part as well? Because I think that's where a lot of them are. Some of them are just, like, trying to um, just brag on you, like, oh, you're a doctor. But oh, yeah. um, at the same time, it is still, like, how are you going to pay? Because money is big when you get to adulthood. It's like, how are you going to pay? The cost of living to live at a place, to have a We're car. We're in New Jersey, by the way. Even in New Jersey, um, one of the most expensive states. Like, it, it's big on that. So I could be like, yo, I'm going to pay for you to go do this. Big buckle burn. But how much money <laughs> is you making after? And can you even afford? That, that's that's when what's it called? having a plan comes in. Like, yeah. you tell your family what your plan is. And what's it called? What you, um, the ups, the downs, the contingency, the, um, the um, cons and all that, pros and stuff. Speaking of it. Yeah. Um, I think, because the question is more of, like, what are some of the humps? I think another thing is back to like just realizing that sometimes people be trying to speak, like pick certain schools because you know oh this has this name not understanding yeah. that you don't have the bread for it. Yeah, you don't have to so go large. Now you go over there and now you just think of financially like yo I can't afford this and that's another Maybe thing that's bringing you down. Maybe you're not a Harvard down. student. Maybe you don't belong in here. Yeah. yeah, like and then there's there are certain people, like me and Tan experienced this firsthand when we was at Essex. Like me and Tan, we both came in. We both had like. Our approach, like I, I want to be in journalism, and Tan was like, right, I want to do engineering. The the guy who was signing us up for our classes, I guess he was like, I forgot what he was doing. Oh, he was doing um architect. Architect. He was trying to like get it through me and Tan's school. Like, hey, I don't think this is really for you. You should do architect. You should do this. You should do that. Like, I want to do that. Back up. Like, oh, bro, I, I I got my plan. Like, there there will be people along the way who will try to move you into the situation that they're in to see if like, see if like that's really what you want to do. If they don't know what to do, go to a career center, sit down with a career counselor, see if your career match up with the stuff you care about, what you like, and then financially you gotta figure out how I'm gonna be able to put up with it. If you gotta sit down and make yourself go in and figure out how I'm gonna pay for this, then you know that's what you gotta do. Money's money, money tight. You gotta pay them. Um, you don't pay them, you get out. You get kicked out. You get kicked out, and you the debt's still gonna stay with you. So, Mm -hmm. Uh, come twenty years, I'm gonna be on every bottle of pill y'all buy. (laughs) 
from the from the pharmacy. From the pharmacy. <laughs> I had to make that clear. I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, just gonna, I'm just gonna call you. K pills. It's gonna be K pills uh, with his head. It's gonna be the plumber brand. Plumber brand. But that's what I do. So if anyone need help, let me know. I'll help them. Um. I think it might be the last question. Um, but what are some humps that you might face as a being like a young adult in the world? It's called life. Yeah. <laughs> I have to be honest. Like life. You just look <laughs> at stuff like, yo, I didn't have to worry about this anymore. I I I, I didn't have to worry about this. I gotta feed myself now. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta buy myself clothes. I gotta pay a bill. I gotta pay the card now. I got yeah. I remember the, my my first phone bill I paid. It felt good, but then the I did second have to, win. The second <laughs> one, like, what's it called? I remember what's it called. Me and Rel was on the same phone bill, and what's it called? I didn't have, what's it called? We was playing it, and then he was talking about, oh, you have insurance. This and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Did you we, read the plan? <laughs> we didn't. We, they we probably, didn't, they probably we said, oh, yeah, they were like, yeah, um, just add insurance, all right? And you like, yeah. yeah. All right, let me, let me charge you for that. It was finessing us, and we had to cut that. But, like, it feel good to do certain stuff as an what's it called, young adult. But at the same time, what's it called? It's a struggle. It's a struggle. Yeah, this is a lot mm-hmm. that you got to pay attention to. And not only that, your mistakes actually have, I think, more harsh consequences, yeah. especially financially. Go ahead and financially mess up. Let's see if you're going to be in that same house. Do I anything do it. in general. I've seen firsthand what happens when you mess up. I've also seen firsthand what happens when you do it. And I've also done it myself. So, for me, I feel like, man. Just another step in there. Yeah, that's the, that's the thing. It's like I'm just saying, you know, from the view of like when you first get there. Yeah, like, I know bro, when you first move on. As life goes, it's like, bro, it is what it is. This is your life now. All y'all, what are you going to do? Hard homes. Y'all probably already experienced that. So just just keep pushing on. Where? Because yeah. what's it called? I already look in what's it called the environment I live in. Like, thank God, I did not turn out like this person. Or what's it called? Thank God, I was different. I just had um. I had family members that like just told me not to not to um fall onto their path. Like they already made the wrong decision. And they were just like it was more so like they, it was more, I was gonna you. have to fight people if I <laughs> if I went down their path. <laughs> it was like, yo, you go down this path, you get yeah, I see you I see you anywhere inside a cell or anything. I'm not even gonna pretend I'm gonna fight you first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dion, my mom said don't call me. <laughs> Straight like that, don't call me. I mean, we're, I feel like we're in that part of our lives where we're, we're starting to realize I can be an adult, but then again, I can kind of be a kid. You know what I'm saying? I can still be under my parents' roof and, like, do things. But also, if I really want to, I can just move out, start living my life completely. Um, I think that's how we're going to wrap it up. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to wrap it up with them. You got anything else you want to say, Monique? Yeah, I'm proud of you guys. I'm happy to see all you guys, see where you at. Um, and just keep moving forward. That's all. Keep staying ahead of the game and focus on where you're trying to go. Just keep pushing where you're trying to go. Round of applause for Monique for coming. Round of applause. Okay, so that's basically it for episode six. Tune in to episode seven, family relationships and securities. Till then, stay driven by default.